Hey everybody, hope you're having a great Wednesday. Uh, hope uh, the weather is not bothering you uh, too much. Um, hope that uh, even though it is rainy and, and stormy, uh, that it doesn't have you down. Uh, Joy and I hope tonight that you're filled with joy and peace and overflowing uh, with hope. Uh, if you're not, uh, then let's take some time uh, and pray and take some time and spend it together. Take some time uh, in the Word of God. I don't know about you, but that always encourages me Definitely. and helps yeah. me to be uh, refreshed and stirs up my joy and my peace and, and gives me hope. Uh, let's pray tonight you know, before we get into this thing, and I'll pray that God will uh, strengthen us uh, and encourage us. There's nothing like, you know, I mean, every now and then all of us kind of get down sometimes, and there's nothing like uh, when the Lord takes up the cause of coming to encourage us That's right. and I just pray tonight that he will he'll take up the cause tonight to come and encourage uh, each and every one of us let's pray together uh, Lord we love you tonight uh, we thank you that you love us and that you are with us and that you are a good 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 father uh, we bless you and we praise you and we exalt your mighty name and we pray tonight Lord that you just come and meet with us uh, that you would come and speak to us, that you would come and encourage us, and that you'd fill each and every one of us uh, with your joy, with your peace, and that you'd speak to us your word, Lord, and that we would overflow with hope uh, because of it. And we bless you and we praise you and we exalt you, Lord. We give you our time together. Uh, we pray that you would just come and have your will and your way uh, in our Bible study tonight. We give it to you. We give ourselves to you. Bless us tonight uh, by leading us. We pray this in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. Well, praise Amen. the Lord. Uh, thank you so much uh, for joining with us uh, here for the last couple Wednesday nights. You know, we've been talking about uh, living by faith in our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Just when we go through a year like we've gone through, yeah. kind of this crazy year, yeah. uh, that it can bump us. Right. And we don't want to get bumped off the faith track. You know, we want to stay on the faith <laughs> track, and we want to live by our faith in our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. We don't want to get derailed and start living by fear or fun or 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 failure or fatigue or feelings or whatever else we want to live by faith uh, in Jesus. And last Wednesday night, Joy was reading uh, Hebrews 11, and just came across you know some great. Uh, well, it's all great, you know, yeah. <laughs> just some of these great scriptures uh, here uh, that uh, that we wanted to focus on uh, tonight and remind you uh, of these verses in scripture that really speak to us about uh, living by uh, faith in Hebrews 11, uh, verse five. Uh, the uh, the hero here that it's that is talking about is uh, is Enoch. Let me just read it to you. By faith, Enoch was taken from this life. You remember him back in Genesis chapter five. Uh, he was taken from this life uh, so that he did not he did not experience death. He could not be found because God had taken him away. For before he was taken, he was commended as one who pleased God. Mm. It spoke about Enoch mm -hmm. that he was living in such a way as to please God. Yeah. And, and I think, uh, you know, that that is the way to live. That that is the way that we want to live. Uh, we may not know we want to, but ultimately at the end of the day, uh, we want to live to please God. 
God. And you, so, you know, you know, sometimes maybe someone asks the question, maybe you do, you know, what does that look like? How do I live mm. to please God? In verse 6, it, it gives us a look at it and it, and it connects faith uh, into it. It says, and without uh, faith, it is impossible to please God yes. because anyone who comes to him must believe that he exists and that he rewards mm -hmm. those who earnestly seek him. We find that uh, that when we live by faith, that we are living to please God. Mm -hmm. And that if we don't live by faith, that we're not pleasing God, uh, because it says here that without faith, it is impossible to please God. Uh, so there's this call of God on our lives to live uh, by faith. And when we're living by faith, God is pleased. Right. He is honored. Yes. He is exalted uh, by our lives. And then God rewards those uh, who are living by faith. And as, as we say all the time, man, you want to be someone who's, who, who God is rewarding, whom God is uh, blessing. And then uh, Scripture goes on here in verse 7 to talk to us about Noah. It says, By faith uh, Noah, when warned about things uh, not yet seen, in holy fear built an ark to save his family. By his faith, he condemned the world and became heir uh, of the righteousness that comes by uh, faith. So story goes on from Enoch uh, to Enoch's descendant Noah uh, and reminds us of the story of Noah and how Noah, like Enoch, walked with God mm -hmm. and how he lived uh, by uh, faith. And uh, interesting in the story of Noah is that we see uh, also people living, that really everyone else uh, living in a way uh, that doesn't please God. Let me read it to you in Genesis uh, chapter uh, 6 so that, we, so that we can remember that, that we can live by faith mm. and please God uh, or we can live uh, a way that, that totally does not please God uh, at all. This is... You know, powerful passage of scripture uh, right here, Genesis chapter 6. Uh, let's start verse 5. Uh, then the Lord saw how great man's wickedness on the earth had become, and that every inclination of the thoughts of his heart was only evil all the time. So the Lord is looking uh, and he sees that that wickedness and evil has just spread across uh, the earth and that that is uh, that is the way that men are living that mankind mm -hmm. is living just just evil thinking evil living all the time mm -hmm. and, and verse 6 it says this that the lord was grieved that he had made man on the earth and his mm -hmm. heart was filled uh, with pain. Mm. It's, it's like a powerful uh, picture of God. We see in Hebrews him pleased with us living by faith. And we see here uh, in Genesis when we're not uh, living by faith uh, that, he's, that it grieves him yeah. uh, and that his heart uh, is filled uh, with pain. You know, so we want to live uh, in such a way as to please God. Uh, we want to live uh, by uh, faith uh, so that God is not grieved, uh, so that his heart is not filled uh, with pain. And then, and, and, then, and then he has to come and rebuke and discipline and judge. Uh, we want to live by faith so that he's, so that he's pleased and he rewards and, and blesses uh, and, and gives. Yes. Living by faith 
is pleasing to God. And when we're pleasing God, our lives, we're pleasing ourselves really at the same time that we are uh, pleasing uh, God. Uh, so, babe, what does it, what does it look like to, to live to please God? What are your thoughts uh, on living by faith and living to please God? Well, I heard an interesting uh, phrase today, and it's one I've heard before, but it's never, it didn't hit me like, I, like it hit me today. And um, it was, I'm, I'm not going to go into the story about what it was about, but somebody um, was making a decision and, and a, fa- a family member came back and said, you just do you. You just do you. Yeah. You know, and I've heard that in the past. I was like, yeah, you know, yeah, I'm just going to do me, you know. And, but the Holy Spirit like hit me this today when I heard that and heard that phrase, you just do you. I heard the Holy Spirit just hit me in it and it was like, he said, as Christians, we can't just do you. Mm-hmm. I can't just do me. I got to do Jesus. I've got to do what he wants me to do. I've got to live how he wants me to live. Yes. And uh, as Christians, we need to live by faith. And our faith is in Jesus Christ. Yes. And when Jesus comes in my life, the way I live changes. And who I live for changes. That's like so good. It is. You need to say it again. Okay. <laughs> when Jesus comes into my life, the way I live changes. Yes. And who I live for changes. Yes. So therefore the phrase, you just do you, I, I can't do that. I've got to do mm. Jesus. Yes. I've got, my life has mm. got to, has got to live, Hallelujah. be lived and live for him and him alone. And I'm just want to read um, Hebrews 11, six again, just so we can, we can get this down in us. But Hebrews 11, six says this, and without faith, it is impossible to please God because anyone who comes to him must believe that he exists and he rewards those who earnestly seek him. So we are to please God. Yes. We are to be God pleasers. That's mm-hmm. what, well, that's how we need to live. Um, our lives should please him. Um, this means our actions should please him. How we go about our day to day lives should please him. Um, our words should please him. So what comes out of our mouth should be pleasing to the Lord. The way we do our job should please him. Yes. Right. Our ministry should please him. Our marriage should please him. Our parenting should please him. Even our driving should please him. Right. Easy now. Our our influence (laughs) should please him. Because whether you are a big influencer on Instagram or Facebook or not, you in some form or fashion are an influencer. You influence others. And the way we influence should be pleasing to him. Yes, amen. All right. But there's so many. I was Mm. thinking today, okay, we've got God pleasers. That's the way we want to be. But, you know, if before Jesus, maybe we were a me pleaser. Like whatever we wanted to do, whatever, however we want to live, we want to please me. Well, some Christians take that into their Christian life. They pull back on being the God pleaser and they're still a me pleaser. And we can't do that. Mm. We can't be me pleasers and be God pleasers at the same time. Um, Some people live to just please me, the almighty me. Worship me, 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 right? Me time. Women say that all the time. I don't even like to say that. I don't need me time. When, we're, when we become moms, 
Now, get, don't don't take this to an extreme. I believe in balance. We do need some me time every once yes. in a while. Yes. But that phrase can go so crazy. I need me time. I need to go have girl time. I need to have time for myself all the time. Yeah. When we become pa parents, when we become wives, I'm just talking to the women right now because this, this is pretty prevalent in our culture, you know, um, that mm -hmm. that's who we become. We become our moms is my number one job. No, you know, and when we become parents, and when we, you know we become we have children, we lay down me time. Yes, and it's now all about you know making sure our children are taken care of and they're being raised to be God pleasers, right? Yes. Okay, yes. so don't take that to an extreme and say Pastor Joy said I never can have me time, right? But there's yeah. a balance. Yeah, there's a balance. Yeah, like um, you said, you need you know. You need a little time. Yeah, you do. And I understand that. I do. Yeah. But I see women all the time taking me time. That's right. Mm. You know, they're taking me time all the time. They're going on girl trips all the time. They're going <laughs> to the beach all the time. You know, I mean, it's just sometimes you need to need that time. Yeah. But we need to be God pleasers. And we need to make sure that in our me time, we're pleasing God. Yeah. That's important. Yes. Um, me pleasers also just, you know, me wants, <laughs> me wants, me wants, me wants, <laughs> me wants this, me wants that, you know, <laughs> that's the me pleaser. We got, that's, you know, everything's just all about me. What makes me happy? What makes me satisfied? What makes me rich? What gives me the most? You know, that is not as Christians, that is not, we no longer live for me. Mm -mm. We live for thee. Mm -hmm. <laughs> we live for God yeah. Almighty. And Romans 14, Hallelujah. 7 through 8 says this, For none of us lives for ourselves alone. That's right. Mm -hmm. And none of us dies for ourselves alone. If we live, we live for God. Yes. And if we die, we die for the Lord. So whether we live or die, we belong to the Lord. Yes. So me dies. Yes, that's right. And Christ lives. Amen. Old me, gone. New me, here. New me is God pleaser. Yes. And I want to lay down my desires. I want to lay down what satisfies me. I want to lay down what makes me happy Amen. and make sure that I am pleasing God. That's right. All right. So we've got God pleasers, which Preach. we want to be. We've got me pleasers who we don't want to be. And we've got people who are people pleasers. Yeah. Can I interrupt? Yes, yes. absolutely. Well, you know, what you just said is like, again, I'd say it, it's like counterintuitive like we think that we're losing something when we do that and right. we lay it down, but really we're gaining. We gain everything. Yes. yes. Yeah. Mm. We gain everything when we become God pleasers. Yes. I mean, it's, it, you, you, you are happy. Yes. You know, um, yeah. it's more blessed to give than to receive. When we lay down our time, man, God's going to pour out his blessing on yes. that. You know, when we lay down what makes us happy, man, God's going to bring us joy that's everlasting and, and we can't even full of hope, full mm. of joy. I mean, you cannot trade the me pleasing for the, what God gives you when you are a God pleaser, yeah. you know, is there's no comparison so whatsoever. Living to please God. Yes. Actually ends up pleasing me. Yes. yes. More than anything could ever yes. please you. Amen. Yeah. And so then we've got people who are, um, you know, they're like me, 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 me. Well, we've also got people who are, I just want to please people, mm. you know, and that can be 
out of balance. You cannot live your life for pleasing, pleasing people, people, pleasing others. Um, some people live for the approval of others. Um, how can I live so that my friends approve of me? You know, what can I gain? What can I get? How can I make my house look this way? The cars and the vehicles I drive, how, you know, everything that I can obtain to make sure that people are approving of me and that I'm pleasing other people. You know, my house has to look a certain way to be accepted. My children have to look and act a certain way uh, for them to measure up you know, to please people. Mm -hmm. um, here's something that I wanted because we live in such a social media world. <laughs> but people live for the number of views mm. on their social media page. You know, maybe they did a live video like we're doing now. You know, I mean, yeah, we get views. That's great. You know, my ego going up here. But people live for that. They live for the number of views. Well, I want to tell you right now, the only view we need to be living for is how God views us. Amen. His number one view is the num is the view that needs to be counted. Yes. Not the thousands of views on the funny little, you know, live video that we did or whatever. People receive just just such satisfaction from those people views. Mm -hmm. That is not where we're living. Yes. To please God is to say, God, I only care about how you view me, yes. not the thousands of yes. other strangers. So good. You know, or the yeah. number of likes. Man, I've had people say, Why didn't you like like my picture? Or why didn't you like my post? Well. Don't live for how people, how many people like your picture, how many people like your post. Who cares? You know, sure. I know some people who actually keep a count and who looks and sees who doesn't like their post and who doesn't like their picture. We can't live like that. Mm -hmm. We can't live trying to please others and getting receiving the approval from others or how many people commented on this or that. This is the kind of world that we're living in. Well, this is not the, to live in this social media world where there's not even reality. People just post stuff that they want people to see that their life looks like. Yeah. You know, that's not even reality. Gosh, we're laying all that down at the altar and saying, this is the God, my God, and <laughs> not even caring how God views me. Yes. You know, and so we need to live for pleasing God. Yes. And he rewards those who earnestly seek him. Amen. Galatians 1.10 says this, and this is kind of just going towards the people pleasers, but it says, am I now trying to win the approval of human beings or of God? Of God. Mm. Or am I trying to please people? If I were still trying to please people, I would not be a servant of Christ. Yes. Because the gospel of Christ um, a lot of times offends people, you know, yes. and uh, so it kind of reminds me of that Absolutely. Nick Saban quote that you you told me the other day. I know I'm war eagle all the way, but Nick Saban can say some really. He's, he's an quotes. awesome coach and a good leader. Yeah. But uh, yeah. what was the the quote you, you he said the other day? Yeah, he said if uh, if you want to make everybody happy, don't be a leader. Yeah. Sell ice cream. Sell ice cream. Yeah. <laughs> so you know we're not we're not in it for for pleasing people. That's right. We're mm -hmm. in it for for pleasing God. Yes. You know mm -hmm. we want to do some, something easy. Just go sell ice cream. Sell you know? cream. Make everybody happy. <laughs> make everybody happy. Sell but that's cream. not our that's not what God has called us to do. Yes. God has called us to win the lost. God has called us to pull others from the fire. That's right. God has mm -hmm. called us to please live a life that's pleasing to Him. And when we do, man, others see that and they are pulled and drawn to Him. Mm -hmm. Um, the world takes notice and sees him who has called us when we please him. Yes. We need to check our lives Amen. and ask the so question, good. who are 
we living for? And I just wanted to end with this, Colossians 1, uh, 3 through 14, so you can turn there with, with me there. But I want to read this to you, and then I want to pray. Yes. Pray this over everybody. Um, it's, Colossians 1, 3 starts with this. I love this. It's just the beginning of Paul's book to the, to the Colossians, and this is what he's saying to them. He says, We always thank God the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ when we pray for you. Yeah. Because we have heard now, they didn't have social media back then. Yeah. They didn't even have telephones. Word was getting out, though. But word was getting out. It says, we have heard of your faith in Jesus Christ mm. and of the love you have for all God's people. Now, you tell me how, the, how he had heard this. Yeah. You know, yeah, word's getting sure. out that the church in Colo- the Colossia is, is mm. something else. That's right. They're pleasing God. That's right. You know? Comes back to that sound that we talked about. Yeah, you know, what, yeah. They're making this. They're what making kind of sound noise. is your life That's making? Right. You know. Yeah, the mm-hmm. faith and love that spring from the hope stored up for you in heaven, and about which you have already heard in the true message of the gospel that has come to you. Man, I want love that springs from the hope that is stored mm-hmm. up for, in me. In the same way, the gospel is bearing fruit and growing throughout the whole world. Yes. Just as it has been doing among you since the day you heard it and truly understood God's grace. If our lives are pleasing him, then, then the, the gospel is going to be bearing fruit and growing inside of us. Yes. And um, you learned it from Epaphras, our dear fellow servant, who is a faithful minister of Christ on our behalf, and who also told us of your love in the Spirit. So their 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 pastor, their mentor, their, the servant of God who's taught who's taught them is also talking about them. Hmm. Man, as a pastor, that is that's a, just a joy of our heart to see somebody who's pleasing God and just tell to be able to tell others yeah. about them. Yeah. You know, man, did you see did you see so and so? Man, they love Jesus so much. They're just they're going you know hmm. just spreading the gospel like wildfire. They're ple- they're living a life that pleases. God. God, man, that's to be able to say that as pastor is just woo. That's mm, awesome. It is. For this reason, since the day we heard about you, we have not stopped praying for you. We continually ask God to fill you with the knowledge of His will through all the wisdom and understanding that the Spirit gives. So I'm going to just stop right there, Lord. I ask right now, Lord, that you will fill everyone listening with the knowledge of your will through all the wisdom and understanding that the Spirit gives. Lord, we know, Holy Spirit, that you give wisdom. We know you give understanding. You give knowledge where somebody is needing that right now, God. We thank you that you you fill them with the Holy Spirit right now, Jesus, and you bring about revelation and wisdom and knowledge to everything they need right now. So, and then it continues on, so that you may live a life worthy of the Lord and please him in every way. Father, I pray right now that people who are listening, Lord, they, and and Jason and I right here, Lord, that we would live a life worthy of the calling that you have given us, Lord Jesus, and that we would please you in every way, bearing fruit in every good work, growing in the knowledge of God, being, being strengthened. Lord, I pray, Lord, right now that you would strengthen with all power according to your glorious might. Lord, that's so that we would have great endurance and patience. Father, I pray right now, Lord, giving joyful thanks to you, Lord, who has qualified you to share in the inheritance of the holy people in the kingdom of light. For listen to this, 
For he has rescued us from the dominion of darkness and brought us into the kingdom of the son he loves in whom we have redemption, the forgiveness of sins. A life that is pleasing to God. That is what we need to be. That is who we need to be. Yes. Yes. Amen. Praise the Lord. Yeah. So good. Amen. So good. Amen. Well, one of the... uh, qualities of like if you read Hebrews 11 of, of like almost all of these uh, heroes of the faith that are mentioned that are mentioned like one of the one of the things that is the same uh, with all of them I really I really think speaks to us and gives us uh, clarity uh, on what living by faith looks like and on how that really uh, pleases God. And, and you were all over it uh, tonight, but just let me highlight it uh, for you. Uh, if you remember, uh, we read about Enoch, uh, and one of the things that is mentioned about Enoch is that he walked uh, with the Lord. Let me read it to you uh, in Genesis, Genesis uh, chapter 5, uh, verses 21. Uh, When Enoch had lived 65 years, he became the father of Methuselah. And after he became the father of Methuselah, Enoch walked with God 300 years and had other sons and daughters. Altogether, Enoch lived 365 years. Enoch walked with God, and then he was no more because God took him Mm. away. There is this uh, difference in the way that he lived. He didn't walk for himself. He didn't live to please himself. Uh, He lived to please God. He walked uh, with the Lord. And we see the very same thing about Noah uh, in a time when everyone is doing their own thing, uh, living to please themselves. God looks at Noah and Noah is walking with him. Noah is living to please uh, him. And then God calls Noah to do some really difficult things yeah. and, and probably some things that were not very people pleasing mm-hmm. and got him a lot of slack yeah. and flack. Yeah. And, and, he, <laughs> and he does it. Yeah. He builds an ark to save his family. He abandons this world. And it says that in Hebrews 11, that he condemned the world because he lived by faith, walked away from this world, walked with God, lived for God. Mm. I think one of the one of the great examples of this in scripture and one of the maybe one of the sadder stories uh, in scripture is found uh, in Matthew uh, 19. You know, you know what Jesus did through much of his ministry uh, was he uh, walked around and called people mm. to leave everything and to come and follow him, mm-hmm. to come and walk uh, with him and there were many who did, but there were some who did not. Uh, there were many who, who decided to follow after Jesus, and there were those who decided that that was too high a price for them to pay. And one of the things that we're trying to say tonight is it is not too high a price right. uh, to pay yes. that we think it might be. Yes. But, but when we can take all in, in all the information and see things for what they truly are, it is the best thing we could ever do for ourselves and for our family and friends and for generations to come to follow after Jesus. Let me read you this story in Matthew 19. Just start here at verse 16. That's where the story begins. Now a man came up to Jesus and asked, Teacher, what good thing must I do to get eternal life? 
Verse 17, Jesus says, Why do you ask me about what is good? There is only one who is good. Uh, If you want to enter life, obey the commandments. Which ones? The man inquired. And Jesus replied, Do not murder, do not commit adultery, do not steal, do not give false testimony, honor your father and mother, and love your neighbor as yourself. All these I have kept, the young man said. What do I still lack? He understood, Mm -hmm. even though he was checking all the right boxes, that there was something that he was still uh, lacking, uh, Mm -hmm. because uh, all of those uh, things uh, that we can't ever really perfectly Mm -hmm. uh, do uh, are not enough. And Jesus says in verse 21, If you want to be perfect, go sell your possessions and give to the poor, and you will have treasure in heaven. Then come and follow me. Mm. So Jesus gives him the the call, uh, the beautiful call that Jesus would make to come and follow after him. He says, come and follow uh, me. As he had called so many, as he'd called Peter, and Peter left mm-hmm. and followed. As he had called Matthew, and Matthew left and, and followed to live of life like Enoch and Noah, like Abraham, of walking with the Lord. Same thing with Abraham's story is God spoke to him and said, Abraham, I want you to leave everything you know, and I want you to go, and I'll show you where to go. He didn't even tell him where to go. He just said, I'm going to show you where to go. And it says that Abraham left uh, everything uh, so that he could follow after uh, the Lord. Then this young man in verse 22 says this, When the young man heard this, uh, he went away sad, because he had great wealth. Mm. He walks away from Jesus. He's got the invitation to come and follow Jesus and live a life of Mm. pleasing God. And instead, he walks away because of money, because of wealth. Uh, Instead of turning away from this world and following after Jesus, he turns away from Jesus and walks back into the world. That is such a sad, sad story. Those of us who live by faith in Jesus Christ, we do not make that decision. Mm-mm. We don't make the decision to please ourselves and to, and to live for this world. We make the decision to walk away from all of that and to follow after uh, Jesus and to live to please Him and to walk uh, with Him. And that means, I know some people don't like this, but to walk with Jesus and follow after Jesus means we walk away from the world Mm. and we don't follow after the world. We don't live for all of that. We don't live for all that pleasure. Uh, We don't live for pleasure. Mm -hmm. We live to please. Mm -hmm. We don't want to turn away sad and walk away because of wealth or worldly things. We want to live for Jesus. Then Jesus said to his disciples, I tell you the truth, it is hard for a rich man to enter the kingdom of heaven. Again, I tell you, it is easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for a rich man to enter the kingdom of God. When the disciples heard this, they were greatly astonished Mm. and asked, Who then can be saved? And Jesus gives us this pearl, this gem. In verse 26, Jesus looked at them and said, With man this is impossible, salvation Uh, in and of ourselves Mm -hmm. and with mankind is impossible. Mm -hmm. He said, but with God, all things are 
possible. God can make uh, the impossible uh, possible, and with God, uh, salvation uh, becomes possible. With God, uh, living to please Him Mm. uh, becomes possible. And with God, living by faith, in our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ is possible. And if we will allow God to help us, if we'll just start the journey of following after Him and walking with Him, uh, then it seems so impossible, I think, Mm. to some people to shed the things of this world and to walk away from Him. It is not. With God, this is possible. possible. If you'll just make the first step in His direction and say, you know what? Jesus is calling. I'm going to follow. I'm going to let everything else be up to Him. He will make a way where there seems to be no way. In verse 27, uh, Peter answered him, We have left everything to follow you. What then will there be for us? Peter recognizes, he says, Man, I've heard the Mm -hmm. call to follow after Jesus, Mm -hmm. and I've left everything to do it. What what is my reward going to be? And Jesus says to them, I tell you the truth. Verse 28, At the renewal of all things, when the Son of Man sits on His glorious throne... Mm. It's hard for me just not to go off on that right there. He just doesn't say his throne. He says his glorious throne. And because he's about to tell us about our glorious inheritance, Mm -hmm. there is an inheritance, a glorious inheritance for the saints, for those who will live by faith in our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, for those who will walk away from everything and follow after Jesus. There is going to be an inheritance someday that is worth all of it. That's right. Our light and momentary troubles are not worth comparing uh, to what they are going to achieve for us, mm-hmm. what our eternal reward is. Jesus says, look, my throne just isn't a throne. It's a glorious throne. That's right. And he says, someday when I sit on my glorious throne, you who have followed me. Mm-hmm. Who does he speak to? Mm-hmm. He doesn't speak to this young man, this rich young That's man right. who, who walked away from Jesus for wealth. He speaks to those who have left everything and followed after him to live, not to please themselves, Mm. but to live to please God. He says, you who have followed me will also sit on 12 thrones, judging the 12 tribes of Israel and everyone, verse 29, who has left houses or brothers or sisters or father or mother or children or fields for my sake, Jesus speaking, will receive a hundred times as much and will inherit eternal life. Mm. Speaks to our inheritance again, our glorious inheritance. It is worth selling everything if we have to. It is worth walking away from everything if we have to, Mm. to follow uh, Jesus. And not only will it be glorious, in our eternal in our eternal home mm-hmm. and our glorious inheritance but it's glorious right now that's right it's worth it that's right right yes. now yes, to is. live for him and to walk uh, after him yes. uh, verse 30 says this but many who are first will be last and many who are last will be first jesus ends by just wrapping it up and saying and saying look you think maybe you think right now the key is to be first it's not The key is to be last. Mm. The key is to make Jesus first. Mm. You become second. He becomes number one. And you live to please 
Him. That's right. And someday what's going to happen is there's going to be a glorious reward that will be forever and it will be more than worth mm. everything that you have laid yes. down. Yes. And Joanna are saying that not only will that be a wonderful thing someday, but it is it is actually a wonderful thing right now. That's right. To live by faith. Yes. To live to please Jesus. And what that looks like is to walk away from this world and follow after Jesus Christ, to walk with Him. And when we do, living by faith in who He is and, in, right. and, and, and in who, and, and all that He has said and all that He has done, when we do that, we live to please God. Mm. And that is the way to live. That's right. Hey, I want yes. you to know uh, right now uh, that Jesus was calling uh, men and women, mm -hmm. young and old, rich and poor, uh, Jew and Gentile, to come and follow after Him. And I want you to know tonight that He is still calling, that His beautiful call, come, follow me, is still going on tonight, mm -hmm. today. That's right. And He's calling right now, come and follow after me. Be a Peter, be a Matthew, be an Enoch, be a Noah. Don't be this rich young ruler who turns and walks away from Jesus. That's right. Listen to the call. Lay down everything and follow after Jesus. And if you do, you will never, ever regret it. That's right. Not one time. You will enter into abundant life and will be filled with the hope of your eternal reward, of eternal life, yes. of the glorious Amen. inheritance. Mm -hmm. He's calling tonight. If you feel Him calling, you hear Him calling, uh, don't, don't turn away from Him tonight. Open your heart and receive Him as Lord and Savior and declare uh, that you're going to live for Him, that you're going to walk with Him, that you're going to follow after Him. If you want to do that, uh, I just want to pray uh, with you. Yeah. I'm just going to lead. and You can just pray with me. Just repeat after me. Just pray this prayer from your heart of responding uh, to Jesus. Let's declare what Peter declared. We've, we're leaving everything tonight That's to right. follow after Jesus. Yes. Let's pray together. Amen. Lord Jesus, we hear you calling. We hear the call still going out. Come and follow after me. Leave everything else. It's not that valuable. It's not worth a life of living for or running after. Leave it all behind and come and follow yes. me. And tonight, Jesus, we say yes. We declare that we will live for you, that we will live to please you, that we will walk with you, that we will follow after you yes. all the days of our lives. We open up our hearts. We ask you to come in and be Lord and Savior, be our King. And we declare tonight that we're going to no longer live to please ourselves, but we are going to live to please you. Yes. We place all of yeah. our hope and faith and trust in you tonight, Lord Jesus. And we are going to, from this day forward, walk with you yes. every step of the way, all the way to the end. We declare this in Jesus' mighty name. And all God's people yes. said, Amen. 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 Praise the Lord. Hey, people of God, 
Uh, we are those who live by our faith in our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Yes. We live not to please ourselves, but to please Him. Let's walk with Him, follow after Him, live for Him. Let's strive to please Him, as Joy said, in everything that we do, right. with everything that we have, yes. all that we are. Let's live to please God. Yes. Hey, we hope to see you uh, on Sunday. Uh, and, uh, and if we don't see you here, we hope you join us uh, online. Believe that you'll be blessed. Until then, God bless. God bless.